Um, welcome to uh, the Rebel Within podcast. This is going to be episode three of season four. Today, I wanted to talk about um, Naomi Judd. Um, not really her life and her career, but her death and some of the things that go along with it and everything. I wanted to basically um I basically just wanted to just kind of give my opinion, my thoughts on it. I've kind of stayed kind of relatively silent about it because I guess I have my own opinions, my own views and everything. But I want to try to answer some, maybe answer some questions or at least kind of give you some insights on some things and, and everything and just kind of go from there. But um, first of all, I just want to say my condolences go off, go out to Naomi Judd and her family and everything. May you rest in peace. May the Lord um, comfort you and heal you in these times of need and your time of loss and everything. And hopefully, you know, you'll make it through um, to the end. And, um, but, so let's get into this. And I wanted to try to make this as brief as I can, but also um, maybe put a lot of info in here. Um, the world was shocked. On um, April the 20th of 2022, when we found out that Naomi Judd had passed away from a mental illness. Now, Naomi Judd was loved by a lot of people in the music industry and a lot of fans. Probably, you know, a lot of celebrities and everything. She was a well-liked and well-known individual. And, um she will be missed by a lot of people that um is no doubt um i never really followed their career a whole lot i mean i do know some few songs and everything but um and i also wanted to know i also wanted to state that her mental illness and her fight and her battle with depression was well known it wasn't like it was a secret it wasn't like it was hidden you know, she had wrote a book about it. She'd been on several talk shows, done several interviews about it and everything. So it's not like it was something new. It was, you know, it was well, it was well known and well documented. Um, I do want to say that that um, it did kind of come. When it um when they said that she had died from mental illness, I had kind of re- knew right away what they were talking about. Um, you know, I was just waiting to find out whether it was how it was done or whatever. Not so much what it was, but the way she had went out. You know, mentally um. Depression, anxiety, and a lot of things are really crippling 
Um, and they can really um, take a toll on a person. Um, their whole lives. Um, people just don't understand until you have walked in someone's shoes what that is like. Um, you know, the thing about depression um, is it's one of those things that some people really don't know that you have it because you can seem happy and you can make people think you're happy, but really and truly, you're not. It's just one of those things in life that makes you just seem like you're never really and truly happy. You never have this peace about you. You never have this peace in your soul, kind of like. It's just you're just... And it's, um, it's one of those things, man, that just, it's hard to explain until you've gone down that road. Do you've been there? Um, you know, a lot of questions were asked why, you know, especially this late stage in her life, you know, how some people said maybe she was selfish and how she was selfish to do it. And, you know, especially with her kids find, you know, with, um, Ashley and Naomi to find her or her husband or whatever, you know. So I'm here to kind of just kind of throw my opinion in on that and everything. And I know that some people probably won't like what I have to say or disagree with what I have to say. But that's just the way it is. And that's why I've kind of stayed silent about it because I just think that this is the platform to do it on and I know there's be people out there who probably bash me for it but you know what I don't care um, because this is just how I feel about it and how I see um, but first of all before I really get deep into this I wanted to let people know I've done another episode actually I've done two episodes like this I did my very first episode I ever done for this podcast was the death of um, Chris Cornell and his suicide and everything because he was a well-loved individual, real famous in the rock world and everything. And it come to a shock to a lot of people. So um, you may get some similarities out of that into this. And if you're interested, go check that episode out. Um, it is uh, the very first episode in, of this podcast, season one and everything. And I did another episode um, talking about Chester Bennington um, suicide, which was also, I think, in season one. Not sure exactly what episode right off the hand. I want to say... Um, it was like... Ah, episode six of the first season of the Rebel Within podcast. So go check that out and everything. Um, you may get, like I said, I may mention some of the same things there that I did um, here. So, all right. Um, I guess we're going down this road, I guess. 
for a guy who has been, who's 43 years old, going on 44, um, I've dealt with a lot of things in my life. I keep a lot of things private. I'm not one to go and spill everything about me to the world. Um, a lot of things I just, I deal with in my own time, in my own way. But I just want to tell people out here that um, you can't judge someone and you can't condemn someone unless you walked in their shoes till you've been in their situation. Um, I believe that for you to have a right really to say anything, walk a mile in their shoes, okay? Um, spend a day in their life, and I'm willing to bet you just about anything that you would have a different attitude and see things totally different if you had to see it from their view. Um, now, because I don't, you know, I, I I deal with my my things in my own way. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there who go to they take medication for depression, uh, for depression and all that stuff. Some people go see shrinks and all these different things. Fine and Danley, I'm not knocking any of that. You do what you have to do to, you know, battle the demons that you have and everything and you know i'm not here to condemn and i'm not here to condole i'm not here to do any of that i'm just here to give a different perspective on some things um but naomi was 76 years old and i think one of the shockers to a lot of people was the one it was suicide this late in life um then come to find out it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Um, uh, I'm just going to say this. Um, and to um, see, I honestly believe that because she was so late in her life and late in her years. And, and when you get up to that age, how much time do you really have? I mean, your time is more limited than you are if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, maybe even 60s. You know what I'm saying? You're, I think your time is is sort of kind of, you know, coming to an end. Your your days are numbered. I don't want to use that in like a term. You know, so I'm just, it's just like your time on this earth it is shorter by the day. Okay. Um. And I don't know what like what kind of you know medication or medical or science is put behind you know anxiety, depression, all that stuff. All I can know is is when you're later in life, you have kind of felt that there's only so far you can go with something before you realize there is no hope for you. There is no like. I want to say cure or a breakthrough to the point where it's almost like you're ended, like this depression thing is gone. Like, is there a cure for it or something? You know, I'm just throwing these things out here. 
just telling you how people feel about stuff. Um, then whether you are in your 20, and, and, and I think that later in life you feel like you don't have as much to live for because you have felt like your life has you know, kind of come and gone, you know, your time here on this planet, whether, you know, people will agree or disagree with you on that. That's another opinion too. But when you're younger, you have a lot more to look forward to. Maybe there's some kind of, you know, breakthroughs in, mental illness and anxiety and all that stuff. And maybe there's a, a hope for you out there where when you're later in your life, maybe not so much. And maybe Naomi felt at her time, there was no other options. There was no other, you know, is there going to be a you know medical breakthrough in 10 years or a scientific breakthrough in 10 years or, Whatever, you know, it's just, I honestly believe, and when you battle something for so long, you get tired of fighting, you know, you just get tired and you just like, you're done with it. And no one knows what that's like until they've walked a mile in your shoes. Okay. Um, people can say what they want to, but. You know, I hate it when people say, I know how you feel when they really don't, because they don't, they don't know how you feel. They don't know what you're going through. You know, I wouldn't tell someone who's battling cancer that, Hey man, I got you. I know what you're going through. No, I don't, you know, um, until you've walked in their shoes, you do not know. And, um, and I think that's with anything in life, disease, sickness, you know, depression, anxiety, whatever it is in your life, unless you have gone through that, then you can't tell anybody anything on any of the subjects. That's just the way I look at it. Um, you know, you can sit here and you can ask yourself why a million times. You're never going to find the answer. And even if she would have left like a note or something behind, still you're still not going to know. You're still not going to really know. The only people that know that now is her and the good Lord. And even if you could read her mind, would you still understand it? Would you still have a different of opinion on it? Truth is, I doubt it. Right? I doubt it. Um. And that's just that's just me talking, right? You know, um, the worst thing in the world is is telling people that you're okay when you're really not. But you do that because you just don't want to to bring other people down. You don't want to bring people down to your level. You want to inspire people. You want to make them happy. You don't want to um, have to go through the same things you're going through. Um, you know, 
people don't understand sometimes when you're a celebrity, when you're famous and stuff like that, you live the one of the most loneliest lives in the world because although people are always wanting something from you, or they want an autograph or want to take your picture. A lot of the time that isolates people and it makes them even feel more alone and more opt to just shut their self off from the world and from society. Right. And, and sometimes you can say, well, I don't feel bad for these people. Well, it's a life they choose. Yeah, it's a life they choose. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not, but we all choose some sort of life, whether it's a nine to five job or whether it's a, you know, being famous or something, or an inventor, or a scientist, a doctor, you know, whatever it is in the world. You know, if we choose that occupation and that's what we choose to do, there's always something that's going to go along with that. Um, I guess one of the things I just wanted to say was, um, do I think that it's selfish for what she done? No. Do I think it was? How do I feel about it? Well, it's her life. She does what she wants to with it. Um, some people say, well, how can she be so selfish and do that with her, you know, her family finder and all that stuff. Well, let me let me see if I can um, throw this into her perspective. Well, if if I would want to be found by someone, not that I would want to put them through that process, but if I wanted the someone to find me, I think I'd want it to be family, for the reason why it's because one, they would be able to. Like in her instance, she's a celebrity, so they could put out a press statement and say, look here, you know, my mother's passed away, blah, blah, blah. And then when time comes on, you can reveal her death. You can kind of control what is out there in the world and in the media of what everything is. And when the time comes, if you want to release more information, you can. Then whether someone else finds you, then there's this whole shit storm of, you know, questions, oh, celebrity found dead in a hotel room. Was it suicide? Was it drugs? Was it this? Was it that? You know, you sort of kind of just kind of put those things kind of to bed when when it's something like that. Yes, when something like that happens, you leave and you hurt the people from um, that you leave behind, no doubt. I don't disagree with that. We all want to spend as much time with the people we love, no matter what. But some people might say, was was this a selfish act by her? I don't know that I see it that way. Um, Because here is the question I have to ask. Are we the selfish ones? Because think about this, right? If I know someone and they're battling cancer, say they're dying of cancer, right? Or they're going through cancer and radiation and all this stuff in there. I actually know someone right now who are in their 20s is going through chemo and radiation. 
because they're fighting cancer. My mom, a few years ago, had breast cancer. I seen what she went through. And all that she had to endure to go through that. All I can say is, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Um, but do I know how she felt? Do I know what it was like to be her? No, because I didn't walk in her shoes. Um, and my mom's already said something about if her cancer comes back, she don't know this time that she would do the treatment just because with, you know, how the, the radiation and the chemo and all that stuff, how it makes you feel the sickness you go through and all the stuff you go through in it, you know, and say, say you find out someone gets cancer and you're like, well, ain't you going to get a treatment or especially if, if it's someone that's had cancer several times and it's come back and they decide like this last time says, look, I'm not going to go through that. I just want to go. And when my time comes, I'm done. And then people get mad. I understand why you do. Well, here's the thing. Walk in their shoes. Okay. If that was you and you were going through that, I'm willing to bet you, you would have a totally different feeling and would think totally twice about how you felt about it if you walked in their shoes. If that was you, would you want someone to prolong your agony, your misery, just because they can have another five minutes with you, right? What you don't understand is those people that lives are prolonged, if it's five minutes of torture, it's five minutes of torture, okay? If it's five minutes of hell, it's five minutes of hell. Would you want to put them through that? My thing is I wouldn't want to go through that if that was me. I know that. But sometimes we're selfish because we want to prolong someone's agony or some, prolong someone's life just because we can't let go. Or just because we just can't, you know. And, I, and, and, and I'm talking about that with everybody. Everybody's that way. I mean, I had a grandmother who died here just, you know, a few months back. And, yeah, I would give anything to have another day with her. But what I want her to go through more pain and more suffering just so I could have that one day with her? No, I wouldn't. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Because that is something she has to go through, not me. They have to feel that pain. They have to feel that sickness. They have to endure that. You just want you just want someone to be here just so you don't have to tell them goodbye. Well, I'm sorry. I understand that. I know where you're coming from with that. But also, because you want them here, is that prolonging their agony? Is that prolonging one more minute, one more day, one more hour, or whatever it is in their lives, just so you can spend a few more moments with them? I would want them to be out of pain, out of sickness, and out of all those things that are going on in their life as quick as I could. Still doesn't mean that I don't love them. Still doesn't mean that I wouldn't miss them. And maybe they were part of me would be gone when they were gone. 
but I would they would be a comfort to me that know that I didn't want to prolong their life knowing that they had to suffer another day, another minute, another hour, another second. You know, there's this funny saying, or not funny saying, but there's just one of the one of the best sayings I've ever heard, and it's at the end of the movie The Crow. When it says, when someone is taken from us, the best way to have them live on is to never stop loving them. It says, building burns, people die, but real love is forever, right? And and I totally believe that. Uh, and I believe that those people that we love will still be with us no matter what. They're not really truly gone. Um, maybe they're gone in that physical form, but they're not truly gone. Um, all I can say is for someone who has gone through a lot in their life, um, you know, you can judge me and you can say what you want to or whatever, but I tell you what, you would think and feel a lot different if you walked in my shoes. And for someone who has gone, you know, that I do, I, I I know I've had depression over the years. And I've dealt with it my own way. And I get down and I get really, really just like almost hit rock bottom sometimes. I never tell people what's going on. I deal with it my own way. People want to help you. People want to pick you up. They want to lift you up. But they can't truly know how you feel until they've been through it. Until they walked in your shoes. We can all speculate. We can all condemn. And we can all do whatever we want to. But until you're that person. Or you've done what they've done. Or you've been where they've been. I don't even really think you have a right to say. And. That's just how I feel about it. And I know that some people may feel differently about that. Well, guess what? That's your thought. That's your opinion. That's how you feel. I can't tell you nothing. All I can say is everybody's going to take things differently. Everybody's going to see things differently. And definitely everybody is going to have their own opinion about things. And that's okay because you have that right. But like I say, um, if you're here to condemn or you're here to, you know, say nasty and mean things, all I can say is walk in their shoes, go where they go, been through what they've been through, and tell me if you don't have a different outcome or a different feeling or a different whatever it is about it because I'm going to tell you what right now I am willing to guarantee you that you'll feel differently about it in the end um, there's no different there's no doubt in that um, but I just wanted to say again um, that my heart and goes out to the Judd family. My thoughts and my prayers go out to them. Hopefully they find a peace 
within this and hopefully they you know find a way to move on and find some kind of solace on the other side you know on, on get through this the best way they can but i just want to say this is um been a pleasure i wanted to do this i wanted to bring something different to the table that i don't usually bring all the time but episodes like this is the real reason why i started this podcast and all i can say is it's good luck to you um we all have demons to face um all i can say is if you're out there and you're looking for help, find some help. Um, I will say that no matter what anyone says, until they've been where you've been, they have no right to judge. Well, this is Bill signing out of Rebel Within Podcast. You have an awesome day and a blessed day. And I'll talk to you later sometime. Bye.